Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 360 View. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. And welcome back, viewers, to 360. What's been happening? Our Thrive program is ticking away excellently, helping quite a few people just find those new rhythms, habits, get into some steady steady routines with things and had consistency a of, yeah consistency and we've had a couple of comments from people about how the program is very consistently progressed it's not a six-week fad do everything now um and you feel like you can only maintain it for a short period of time so that's been really excellent to hear because that was always our aim with it is that it wasn't going to be something crazy out of the gate which is excellent to hear because we did we did create it with that in mind that we wanted it to bring our vision to life of it being a steady progression that helps people find something that they're not going to need us for in however long time Mm. is that we're training them so that they don't need us there we're out of the picture for them and they have a different view of how they how they control their life their mindset their food their exercise their movement so that they're able to really harness that without needing to feel like they need to do something, crash now, get this now, I need to fix it now. Like we never want people to get to that point again once they start. Hmm. And um, I suppose it's in the case of give a man a a fish, feed him for a meal, Hmm. teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. Exactly, and that's the aim is to teach him to fish. Yeah, it's certainly something that we feel passionate about is doing things for the long haul. I know... Uh, in the gym, it even comes around with injuries and stuff that people end up struggling with is uh, you try and uh, modify or individualize uh, certain programs or certain days for people that do have maybe niggling or mm. things going on. Everyone wants to, and especially in a class environment, it's something that happens is everyone wants to do what everyone else is doing. They feel very out of the picture if they're not doing the same as what everyone's doing mm. or something that needs to be either just you know individualized towards them, um, done for that is trying to let those people know that potentially it's worth the time now in two or three or six weeks to set themselves up for like years, you know, to know that there's a long time rather than getting worried. Yeah, to getting worried about missing out. Potentially it's okay to miss out on a few little things here and there with for a couple of weeks uh, to maybe come back stronger, like you say, and be that for their lifetime, like it's a chance to reset. That's exactly right. And we only did a post, I put up a post on our social media um, this week just gone for our gym um, about the difference between someone and we just really charted it out because it's something that we talk about to a lot of people all the time, but it was putting it on paper is charting out the difference over a year cycle of someone who um, engages in between two and four, six to eight week challenges in a year versus someone essentially like a hardcore diet and then a hardcore diet break Mm. in between. So they have that intense calorie deficit, intense um, exercise regime, and then it all comes back to a normal phase and then it goes intense and then normal. And what happens over a year as opposed to someone who makes changes that are almost so small and so seemingly nothing compared to the hardcore diet they are making changes they're just nothing compared to the hardcore diet and what happens over a year to that and it was really interesting and it was actually um excellent for it that like that one post sparked so many conversations 
around people going like when you put it on paper it makes so much sense Mm. and like in the post we just um like i put little things on there and we just went over exactly why why it's so addictive to have those hardcore diets and then diet breaks and then hardcore diets and diet breaks and how it's not actually getting us where we need to go and like the hardest thing about it is it's not even a case of the hardcore diets are going to get you there it's just going to take longer then moving you in the opposite directions when we look at the trend line of when the weight drops and increases in those diet breaks then it drops again increases in the diet break you look at the trend line and nine times out of ten the trend line is going up it's getting more over time so over that year if someone started at 80 kilos they're going to drop and rise and drop and rise and drop and rise at the end then your maintenance weight is normally between 80 and 85 kilos hmm. maybe even Increased up to 90 yeah. if it's not good and that's then their maintenance so their body's just so confused it just doesn't know what's going on whereas you get that person who's consistent and their trend line is going down and when you put that in perspective where their trend line's going like it's almost a little bit scary but it was just really great for it to have sparked so many conversations hmm. and you think that um it seems so odd to just make such simple or small changes like you know glass of water in the morning before you start eating you know things like that just simple mm. things hydration getting your hydration right it doesn't seem like a big change but it can have such a return on investment in the long haul Absolutely. that you've actually been able to um you know be sustainable with it and it can end up being implemented and it seems odd when you don't do it then it's the same thing i think when you translate it to money as well like talking um i don't want to lose money i don't want to lose money (laughs) you want to increase if if we look at increasing your um my income overall position okay overall um financial position and then decreasing your weight if we look at them like opposite ends. Okay, right. So if we look at that, like it's the same thing with saving. If people decide that they want to go in and they're going to save 50% of their income every week, fortnight or month, whatever their pay basis is, they're going to save 50% of their income because they haven't saved before so they need to really get a head start now. That isn't going to last because even if they've budgeted out that they have $4.50 for a coffee on one day a week and then if – they can't, if it's $5, then that throws their budget out and all of a sudden they're transferring money from somewhere. That's not going to work in with their life. Mm. So then it's not going to work. They're going to save that money. They're often going to dip into it more times than not and it's not going to be in non-touched funds, but it's also not going to go anywhere because then three weeks in, it's just like, oh my God, this saving thing is like way too hard. Well, they're just finding themselves aim. behind in what their day-to-day living is. Exactly. Whereas if they follow the general recommendation, like 10% of their wage goes away and it's automatically transferred and they don't even see it it's it's normal it's like they get paid 10 percent less that's not a um such a damaging effect on them not being able to buy a coffee in the morning or not being able to go out to eat on the weekend or like there's not such a damaging effect on it and the same with like you were just talking about our habits the little investments in yourself go such a long way put your oxygen mask on first yes that's probably something that comes up a lot, hey, is people not putting their oxygen masks Well, in that first. in that um, sort of split-second decisions, um, life and death in that case, it's like choice, me, then I can help others, or others, and I'm gone. Mm. So you can't help anyone else unless you help yourself straight up. It's just a longer term. It seems to take it. So today we want to go through habits around food. Um, and specifically creating habits around food. Do you find every time you start talking about food, you're hungry? Always, always. I think, 
Yeah. And what was their study done about around takeaway, like just segue, side, mm. sidebar, um, about putting ads, food ads on TV around the times, dinner times, mm. obviously on meal times and around big – I wonder if you counted it, how many meal or takeaway um, ads in prime time, yeah, but around like news time. Mm. You know, during the news, because most people, a lot of people watching the news. Thinking about what to get for dinner then. What to get for dinner. It's a whole Pavlov's dogs thing. The whole rang a bell for a dog every time it was dinner time, and then he could eventually ring the bell without having food there, and the dog would salivate. Ah, yes, I do remember. Yes, I do, yeah. That whole thing. Mm. You have that on TV, and it constantly... Yeah. And sometimes it's even subconscious. Like, you don't, by the time you go to think about what's on dinner, it's not like, oh, I saw an ad for pizza, let's have pizza. It's kind of like, hmm, I think I feel like pizza. Yeah. That wasn't your repetitive. own doing. No. You've just been primed. Yeah, repetitively done through that. Exactly. Anyway, but but right. yeah, today we're yeah. talking about creating habits and rules around food. Um, rules? Guidelines. Rules. rules. Okay. We do call them rules. Yeah. But normally with rules, they come across as very restrictive. But I think you'll see in a little bit, rules is a different a different little thing here. Um, but creating habits around food that aren't ridiculously restrictive and that are going to work in with your lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, Implementation. we still want you to be able to enjoy the things that you enjoy. But if someone tells you that you can have a piece of cake twice a day plus a bottle of wine every night and still achieve your goals, that's probably not going to happen. Like there has to be some give and take somewhere. But these are some rules that you implement around your food that make changes without you actually having to restrict things which is our aim yeah and we find uh, with you know doing the the challenges and doing other stuff is if we haven't educated around um the food sense um how you can interact when you're either out dinner what you need to eat during the week how your calorie expenditure has been for the day what you feel like you've been doing um that people end up freaking out when they've gone off a plan like if they've been given a plan that w- has worked in a calorie restricted or, or a certain amount, but the activity level's been so high, so output is high, you know, calories yes low, but probably not really low if you're not doing too much, mm. you know, like for how it is, is that as soon as they get out of it, if it's not educated as far as the basis behind what's gone on and how those decisions have been made and what um, inputs and, and calculations and add-ins have done – is that they can freak out and then just not know and throw their hands in the well, air and give away. Well, it's from people prioritizing the wrong thing. Yeah. It's like you're, in terms of your overall energy out, when we talk about energy in, energy out, all of your energy in comes from food and drink. That's mm. where 100% of your energy in, energy out comes from. When you look at your output, your metabolism is around 65 to 85%. Like that, sorry, that's where your metabolism, your digestion, everything, mm, everything comes in there. To, yeah. Whereas you have your um, movement, which is 10 to 30%, which isn't as much as people think. No. People think that you skip the gym for one day and all of a sudden you can only eat like, you can eat way less that day and you can't indulge in anything because you've skipped the gym and mm. oh my God, it's all going to break loose. But 10 to 30% isn't a lot. And you think about one day, like that's not, that's not great. Great. I suppose we get caught up in the here and now at the time when it's happened. Yes. And well. it's the way you feel, I think, as well. So some of the rules we have. It's a bit mental. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, um, one of the rules, the idea about creating rules to create habits 
around what you do is these are like um it's essentially like the morals you hold in your life that you sometimes you don't even think about because it's your decision matrix when you make a decision you're making a decision with all of your morals and your values without having to go hmm i value this so i'm going to make this decision it's automatic for us and these rules should become automatic as well so for example you may say subconsciously are you saying yes mm-hmm. Conscious? Not really. Subconscious. No, they're still conscious. conscious. I have to be. All values are conscious. They're yep. not subconscious, but it allows us to make decisions without having to consult a sheet of paper every time you want to eat a meal. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. So you're not having to track them every time you want to. You're not having to put your food in my fitness pal every time you want to eat a meal, and you're not having to think about what calories are in it every time you eat a meal. So, for example, rule one is include fresh food, at least one to two handfuls, every lunch, every dinner. So fresh food being um, salad or vegetables in this case. So you either have salad or vegetables every lunch, every dinner. Now keep in mind, salad and vegetables is a massive range of things. Mm. You can have stir fries. You can have a thousand different kinds of salad. You can have salad on a wrap, on a sandwich. You can have veggies steamed, fried, what roasted. You can have them in any different way, but it's including them with every lunch that you have, every dinner you have. Oil, dressing. That's not part of the rule. That's not. Okay, part of sorry. The rule. I'm just looking for the little workarounds for people. <laughs> you know, salad dressing. Is it you really have... some salad with my ranch dressing, or is it really? It's. I think the idea of it is that people are including fresh food, and the thing yep. is that if you need dressing to start off with Taste to help you start on. with that fresh food, and you're going to slowly reduce yeah. that dressing over time or change the style of it so that maybe the calories in the dressing are a little bit less, yeah. that's fine. But if it Not helps mayonnaise you, mayonnaise based, maybe more like olive oil, you know, exactly like olive oil based. So then, if or you're balsamic going, or something like that, if you're eating something every day that has fresh food for two meals, A, you're getting your micronutrient intake. So you're going to have yep. better energy. Everything's going to feel better. You reduce your inflammation by doing that. But the portion size that you're going to eat is actually a lot smaller. So for example, if you're having pasta for dinner, you're having a pasta meal. If you were to just eat a bowl of pasta, it would be quite a lot of pasta. However, if I have veggies or salad with every meal that I have, I might put that on a bed of spinach. All of a sudden, I'm not going to eat as much pasta because fresh food takes up a whole heap of room in your stomach. And we have to remember that your stomach goes on weight. Mm. So I feel full when I have enough weight in my stomach, not when I've eaten enough calories. Mm. So if I have more fresh food, that's the bulk of the weight in my stomach without the pasta being the bulk of the weight. Because if I have all of my veggies plus some pasta, that's going to be a whole lot less calorie dense than if I was to go a whole heap of pasta. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not, not saying the pasta is bad in, no. in moderation, but it's just about including those other ones in there to make sure that you're actually getting a good eat the rainbow trot sort of broadness of it as well. Exactly. So that's like one rule. Another easy rule to go by is as soon as you wake up, you drink a glass of water. Mm-hmm. It just makes sure it gets your digestion going. It oh, makes yeah. sure and you've had put, water. Yeah, and been putting – I've been doing mine with – well, I was – been doing the glass of water in the morning, get everything going. Um, because you've been also a bit dehydrated, seven to eight hours sleep. Sleeping. If you're getting, you know, six to eight hours of most people trying to get, um, that you haven't had anything to drink or anything as well. So a bit dehydrated. And as we expire with um air, moisture, you know, dry, 
wake up in the morning where you've got dry mouth but it ends up being that you need to get that straight up in the morning so you need to end up having that and adding a little bit of lemon just makes it so it's not just like tap water or chlorinated or mm. feeling that um put a bit of lemon in there maybe a little bit of ginger as well you can end up mm. putting a little bit in there just helps that digestion and get it started so um yeah helps everything bit of hydration uh, a bit of that acid for you for your stomach to get waken up that's exactly to make sure right. it's ready for the first meal when you have which exactly. it also probably takes away that people that are having coffee straight up mm. think they're having water it's not really it's not really anything no. it has to be water to yeah. count as water pH and that neutral just, stuff as well yeah it just helps your gut with everything keeping going and i think mm. sometimes um the gut is a little bit neglected in its importance but even just drinking a glass of water in the morning is going to help you yeah like for sure a massive amount yeah get you started especially if you've been because you're still trying to catch up if it's been hot and we as we go into summer it's been hot from the day before mm-hmm. forget how easy it is that throughout a week or a work week if you are outside and in the sun and everything that uh, from the beginning of the week if you haven't had enough hydration throughout the day that the next day you'll find you'll wake up either headaches or stuff like that yeah. is because you know you're trying to catch up then you know like for that day so you've missed the day before maybe you're a bit behind on your water perspired you know haven't drunk enough and then potentially that just builds and builds and builds and builds mm. the more times you do it you know eventually mm. you've obviously got some heat stress stuff later in the week exactly so rule three um then is including protein with every meal yep um snacks totally up to you we would recommend you have some protein source in your snacks but if you can get it in three meals a day if right now you're having it in one maybe two yeah get protein in three um protein anything that has a face for starters and trying to go for whole food protein stuff that's exactly you know right. supplement supplements are called supplements for a reason uh, supplemental if you obviously yeah if you struggle to be able to get access to it i totally know how it is that if you're working job sites whatever's going on that it seems weird for you to be walking around eating you know like a, a bowl or not a bowl but like a chinese container that's got food and everything in it whereas to wander around with a drink in a a shaker or a water bottle or whatever that you get up that does it doesn't seem so much like so out there yeah like as far as this person's eating protein or you know or just eating in amongst stuff so exactly that's why yeah supplements obviously if you don't and you can't but i'm trying obviously the base of the pyramid go for more whole food stuff exactly so if you go breakfast lunch and dinner (laughs) including a protein source whatever that may be like breakfast protein um, supplements are probably more common like your powders and things be included in a smoothie or oats or milks in cereal or anything like that yeah if you Um, can't probably get like a eggs and bacon and other things that are made high protein yogurt or something like that that, yeah um then that really helps to get that protein in breakfast it's normally one normally the one people have the most challenge with because mm, pretty um, guaranteed that most people either have toast or cereal or something so it ends up being very high carb sugar stuff exactly. straight up and it's kind of focusing on at first we don't even worry about how many grams of protein are in the thing mm. it's purely yeah, just right. get just a protein getting, yeah. source yeah breakfast lunch and dinner because then we can get more fussy once yeah. you have that rule down pat and you have protein there all the time then we can get more fussy about how what is, type what you're is. eating yeah. and how much you're eating it's just getting it down pat yeah first. these are just basic start off rules to follow to get you going they're like the three foundational rules we can get more nitpicky as we go and we have a few more as we go if people need to progress yeah keep in mind that some people are a hundred percent time a hundred percent fine 90 percent of the time if they include walking and general movement regularly they 
do some kind of resistance training a couple of times a week. Yeah, a couple being two to three times. Yeah, um, getting a bit of load on their body. They have vegetables or fresh food with lunch and dinner. As a rule, they have protein with every meal and water. And their water, yeah, as a first and glass hydration. Of yeah, ninety percent of people. That is all that is needed. Mm. And it seems almost like a lie because it's so easy. Yeah. Sometimes it's so easy. We're only only talking to someone the other day about um, a program that we came across that was um, like you had to eat a certain fruit or vegetable at a certain time of the day and in a window and you couldn't eat it outside of that window. Um, And then you had to have so many grams of this food with so many grams of this food and you couldn't have them separately. You had to have them together. And Like there was so many crazy rules around it. I was talking to this lady about it and she was like 100% dead set on it because if it's that meticulous, it has to be scientific. They wouldn't lie like that. Mm. But the thing is that that's what, it's playing off of is that it is so meticulous that you're going to believe it. You're going to go, no one would make this up. Mm. But that's the whole point. Yeah, a hard as yeah, and probably more seems like the harder the guideline to follow, the the better the results are probably going to exactly. be. Exactly. Like if you eat an apple out of two to four p.m. on this plan, it told you you were going to gain weight. No. Oh, like two to four p.m. was a magic window where apples are okay. Are okay, but then they make you gain weight any other time. Oh. Like it was just crazy to look at. Yeah, absolutely insane. Freaks out with it. Mm. Freaks out. All right, what is our next thing? Um, we have anchors as our next thing to discuss. And not well, fish is a bit of a seaworthy type topic. Here. Oh, you are on the sea thing today. Yeah, the you? fish thing. Anchors. So anchors, tying things to things you've already done or you do currently. Yes, makes it a lot easier. It does. Because you've already got something in place. So to put something else in it seems odd if it's out of place and you've got it there already. You mm-hmm. can stick it in there. Like, so, yeah. favorite one is like if you need to take any supplements, fish oil, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So on and so know. forth. Anchor it to, if it needs to be taken with food, to a meal, not with some meal during the day. It's yeah. every time you have breakfast, maybe every time you go to wash up your plates from breakfast, you take that tablet. That's kind to like your anchor. Or if you need to um, take magnesium before bed, like your zinc. uh, True Protein does a really good one, ZMA, Mm. um, zinc, magnesium. Excellent complex, easy to forget. So you pop it next to your toothbrush. Then that way, every time you brush your teeth, it's before bed. You brush your teeth. ZMA is right there. So you take it. Yeah, I would take it before I brush my teeth too because you can get flavored ones. The flavored (laughs) one, I have the lemon one. Yeah, it's – um, yeah. It fizzes and bubbles and stuff, so I have mm. it before I brush my teeth. Mm. Just so I know, half an hour within half an hour, I've gone to bed. Yes, usually so I have nice to try and, and yeah, what's you know helps you wind down. That's exactly uh, right with sleep stuff. So mm. yeah, it's so it's creating magnesium. so you can kind of anything that you want to create a habit around, you can create an anchor too. Mm. Um, then you make it so bad that it feels odd to not do it. Exactly, a small example of how anchors can also work against you just a smidge um when i water my plants at home i have a certain rhythm that i go through routine. water one patch first then walk around the house and do like a certain rhythm and routine i got a new plant put it on the table there it was very nice it was a cute little fern thing anyway put it on the table there going through my routine while thinking about other things or listening to a podcast or um something like that or an audiobook just in the zone going through that routine of where I water them. I forgot to water this plant for two weeks. Two weeks. The plant is dead. 
Like gone. Mm-mm. Completely gone. I understand gone. why. Because I didn't create an anchor around it, Ben, so therefore the plant doesn't get watered. It was about three steps out of the way. It's not like it's like... Yeah, walk past. Or far yeah. away. Yeah. But yeah, creating an anchor can help. Well, obviously for that plant, it would have liked you to create an anchor around it, but that one really screwed it over, so... Screwed over that plant. Yeah. Anyway, what do we have next? Um, Acceptable rules around food. I like this one. This mm. is just what you consider acceptable. And this isn't creating is this a... yourself? No, what, no yourself. one else. Don't worry about. No one else. Okay. Don't worry about what an Instagram influencer has told you is acceptable or not acceptable mm-hmm. to be doing. This is more what is acceptable for you. What do you consider acceptable? And this is coming down. Um, it's not like our three rules at the top. It's more just on a daily basis what you consider acceptable. For example, do you consider it perfectly acceptable to have soft drink with dinner every night? For, for a lot of people, that's 100% yeah, normal true. until you know how much sugar's in it, how that may be affecting your sleep, definitely affecting awareness. your sleep. I'll probably awareness about it maybe. It's the awareness. That's mm, exactly right. Yeah. The awareness around it. And if you have the awareness around it, then you generally go, oh, that's not acceptable because that's going to damage my sleep. A, that's a whole lot of sugar in it, which probably isn't going to be helping me towards my goals. Yeah. One or two nights a week is fine. Like, that's not a problem, but do you consider it acceptable as a one or two night a week thing or every night? The other thing is like dessert. Is dessert something that is considered normal every night? Is it acceptable every night? If I wanted something sweet to eat, yes, it is. (laughs) Because you have that sweet tooth. If you do, yeah. That's exactly right. And so, is it acceptable? Is that something Mm -hmm. you can consider acceptable? Maybe Mm -hmm. that's something you consider looking at exactly what it's affecting. I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, well, I think like you're saying about acceptable rules around food is bring it to light so that you're aware of it and you can make educated decisions around whether it's acceptable to you or not. Yes, that's exactly right. So, for example, Cocoa Pops for breakfast. Is that acceptable? On a Sunday morning, maybe. On a Sunday morning, it might be acceptable. That's fine. Yeah. For me, that could be acceptable every morning of the week. True. Until I have my rule about my protein, so then I need to mix protein powder in with my milk to put in my Cocoa Pops. And then I'm like, oh, Cocoa Pops probably aren't the most nutritionally valuable thing. Maybe I only have that on a weekend and I have something else during the week. Yeah, well, the thing is, is now you're creating your own... Acceptability. Acceptable around, yeah, things that are acceptable. Your rules around food. Do you think it's acceptable to go the entire day without moving? Sit at a desk all day, get ready in the morning, sit at a desk all day, come home and sit down. Yeah. Is it acceptable to go the entire day without moving? Like, that's the thing. Maybe it's acceptable one day a week if you're super busy and you're just tired and that's acceptable. But if it's in the week and you're like, it's Thursday and I haven't moved this week, you're like, that's unacceptable. Like, I need to move my body. Mm, It just comes down to what you consider. Um, What's another one? That acceptability. I don't know. There's a lot of ones you can do probably. So it's just it's just all the little factors you consider acceptable. And the easiest way to think about that is is most of the time brushing your teeth. Morning and night is a hundred percent normal. But some people might find it acceptable to only brush their teeth at night. Some people might find it acceptable to brush them every second day. But for someone else that's like, Oh my god, you can't do that. Mm. <laughs> like you can't be doing that yeah. because you have that awareness over what it's doing to your teeth if you don't brush them. Yep. So that then it's more normal for you to do it than to not do it. So that's where that like acceptability 
comes in with people because these are creating like the things that pave the way for you to have that better life that you're looking for without having to exercise for two hours every day and cut out everything that you love it's just like you just do it sometimes and you create what you think is acceptable and if you absolutely love having a glass of wine on a saturday night have your glass of wine on a saturday night everything in moderation even moderation exactly (laughs) exactly you just time it yeah that's all and that's where these little rules come in guidelines Mm. and things you have guidelines Mm. nice next one we wanted to discuss is the fat loss hierarchy and um i was watching something the other day ended up like everything's yeah, what was it? I think it was like fat burning and um, everything around something, low fat, no fat, how, how like pushed it is and then how many things now have like protein rich and protein this and protein all that have stuff. Have you seen and the milk can be No. It's like an ad on TV and there's like this little lady and the guy's like, it's a advertising for real milk whatever whatever brand it is and he goes up and he's like oh can i just have a bottle of milk she's like which one do you want and she's like high fat low fat skim and she like recites like this list of like 20 milks and he's like i just want milk that tastes like real milk and then she puts a bottle of real milk up there that doesn't have Uh all of your protein rich your high fat low fat low sugar added minerals etc all the way in like it's all marketing they're all the same yeah majority yeah that's like it yeah just what everyone alluded to to try and take I suppose it's almost smoke and mirrors. You know, like yeah. you know the Madagascar movie? Kids yeah. one that says smile away, just smile away, boy, smile away. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing's happening here. I feel in some cases they end up trying to make you look over here to boy, see how mean? much protein and even find how much now on nutritional things they've actually highlighted so that you can look at it. Yeah. You know, like fat, zero point something. And then or an arrow going, This is good fats. Yeah. Or people good because, yeah, we've been so, like, programmed that fat was bad. Mm, when it's not. When it's not. It's just being smart about what fat you get and how it is. So um, fat loss hierarchy, yeah, it's not necessarily all around diet. No. When you're looking at fat loss, there's practically and theoretically. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, it would go your sleep is number one, your diet is number two because of our calories in, calories out. And your exercise is number three because exercise doesn't have such a big effect as your energy in. It's a small out, portion a of your diet. Exactly. Small portion of your energy out. Yeah. And your sleep is always number one. Sleep is number one because if you don't sleep, you have no energy. So you're going to have massive cravings. Yeah. Um, Usually sugar cravings, like effect. high energy foods. Cortisol's up. Yeah. So your body doesn't want to drop fat because yeah. it's a precious, precious resource. Yeah. So then it starts dropping muscle quicker than fat. Mm. So sleep is always, sleep is king. Practically speaking, it goes sleep, exercise, and then diet. All of them are important. Sleep goes number one because we don't want to be sacrificing sleep to get up at midnight and exercise. Yeah. Exercise is number two because it gives you those feel-good hormones and more motivation to eat better. And You're do moving so- and more, move. Yeah. Getting sunlight, getting everything that you need there. Diet is number three. Again, on a list of three, three is pretty good if you were to list 20 things. But diet is number three. Because if you're sleeping well, then your hunger hormones are in check. You're exercising so you're more motivated to eat well. And then your diet comes in as your energy and energy out. Mm. That's where that hierarchy plays in. So even though we talk a lot about diet, it's not number one. Mm. Sleep is always number one. Yeah. Exercise is number two. Diet is number three. And generally I find it's like a month 
to three months that people start exercising and they think that they can out-train a bad diet until they get three months down the track and go, I've been exercising and I haven't lost any fat and I'm still the same weight. And it takes a second for them to go, maybe I need to look at what I'm putting in my mouth because exercise, again, is only 10 to 30%. Very important for lots of other things, but in the fat loss equation, it's 10 to 30%. Yeah. Yeah, just not. it's not the whole pie when you look at it. So, yeah, so you've got to be a bit smarter about how you look at it and, and understand what things play key roles and how they make you feel. So knowing that if you didn't sleep well and you, you find that you're craving more either high-calorie intake foods and, and things that you know that are going to have massive energy in small bits, that you're aware of it so you know you can either make a – probably going to make a bad choice because no one ends up just going and eating – half the packet if the packet's open it's not mm-hmm. resealable it's like well i might as well just eat the whole lot exactly uh, whereas it's being aware of that and having that awareness around it uh very hard in some cases when obviously you're a bit sleep deprived i love that they put little resealable things on like um peanut m&ms do they? yeah like all m&m packets have resealable things cadbury oh, chocolate has resealable things it's like who is resealing that i would once like to know once someone you're, in, you're done you're done you're on. You're having well, the whole I'm lot. In, I'm done. Yeah, once you're you're having the whole lot. Exactly. You're right. going from zero to hero all the way. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Beautiful. Well, I hope that sums it up for everyone. Um, A few guidelines and rules and. That's exactly right. Hierarchies. We've got all the pies and graphs and things now. Makes all me hungry things. anyway. Absolutely. Um, so if anyone has any questions on that, feel free to um, flick us a message on either Instagram or Facebook at 360view.co um, or send us an email at 360view, a contact at 360view.co. Um, and also make sure that you check out our Thrive program um, at our website, 360view.co forward slash Thrive. Um, and you can have a look there at how what we've talked about today, everything that you can implement around your habits your rules your hierarchy to take that thought process out of it and really step this out to how you can do it one by one by one and how you can really master one habit move on to the next and we can get that longevity going for you to achieve the goals that you want and educate you so that you can fish for a lifetime we're not just feeding you for six weeks for a challenge Mm. But don't worry, if you don't like fish, that's okay. If you don't like fish, you don't have to eat fish. Yeah, that's what we're teaching. We're trying to help you out to pick something, whatever you're going to farm or, you know, catch or however, or whatever you're going to do. Everything. Almonds, if you want to get almond milk or whatever you want to do. Um, your almonds Teach how to milk your own almonds. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Worry. So, yeah. So, by all means, like Katie said, reach out to us if you have any questions with that. Um, but otherwise we will chat to you in the next one thank you viewers for tuning in to another episode of 360 view you can follow us on instagram at 360view.co to stay up to date with everything we're doing and tag us in your podcast listening if you found value in today's episode leave us a like a review and a five-star rating if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode give it a share and if you have any questions shoot us a dm on instagram and we'll answer them on the show thanks again viewers and we'll chat to you in the next one